BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. You're listening to Rewind, to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. The shorthanded 76ers come up short today against the Phoenix Suns by the score of 130-117. to I'm Brian Seltzer. This is our post-game coverage. We expect to hear from head coach Brett Brown in just a few moments. 76ers, despite the defeat in a game in which they did not have, obviously, Ben Simmons, but also no Joel Embiid, Josh Richardson, Al Horford, or Tobias Harris. To their credit, they played with spirit. They played with toughness. I thought there was a very nice edge about them and with some grit. Just did not have enough. A big second half for Devin Booker. Scored 21 of his 35 points. That helped sink the 76ers. Mikael Bridges had a really solid game with 24. Dario Scharch with 18, 9, and 4 for the Suns. And the 76ers were not able to hang on. They gave up 35 points to the Suns in the fourth quarter after giving up 32 points in the third and 40 in the second quarter after jumping out to a four-point lead after a quarter of play. Sixers lose to Phoenix, 131-17. Phoenix is now 7-0 in the bubble. The Sixers are 3-3. Here via Zoom is Brett Brown. Uh, Yes, he said, do you have a preference of who we play? And he said, acknowledging that you will not divulge who that is, do you have a preference? Yeah. No. And how how are you going to do the last couple games to, you know, prepare for, for the playoffs? Right. Um, To try to find common denominators in the games that we have coming up that that are transferable to, you know, specifics um, with with, you know, projected opponents, whatever. Like, I feel like we did that tonight. We were able to connect some of the dots on things that will be transferable to the playoffs, make key points on areas that I think are going to be most important with a little bit of detail on, you know, guessing out as to far as who those teams that, that, that we may play uh, would look like, what they what it would equal. And so I feel comfortable that, like, for instance, although we didn't have a lot of our starting players tonight, like, that we made 
we made positive strides. Um, I can get into specifics about the, the, the personnel and, um, you know, the individuals, I'm sure, later in this interview. But in general, I think that, that, that we can still do things that point toward um, trying to get better when the playoffs come around. Cool. Serena, you're next. Hey, Coach, you talked pregame just about this being an opportunity for Matisse defensively. Obviously, you know, he got in foul trouble early, but what did you take away from his performance defensively? I think one of the um, areas that I feel like he can learn from the most is how do you play with five fouls? And I thought that he was so, you know, trying to do the right thing and trying not to foul out that, you know, Booker could score kind of easily. And I think that, and I get why he would think that. Um, but when we go into sort of the uh, the next world of, of the playoffs, when I look at like, who are my best defensive wings now that you don't have Ben, Matisse is clearly amongst that. You know, I think Glenn Robinson's got a shot at being in that group. I think I know Jay Rich is a part of that group. And so you start like playing that game in the event that foul trouble happens, how can you play with foul trouble? because sometimes you're just going to have to. And I thought that in general, it was pretty good. Um, I thought that specific thing that I'm talking about, I think that's a, a transferable lesson, especially as uh, the playoffs become closer. Yeah, 76ers rookie Matisse Thibel, seven points, three or four from the field, two rebounds and a block shot. A great play on DeAndre Ayton earlier in the game. He was the first 76er who was assigned to Devin Booker, and Booker got off to a slow start in today's game, especially in the first quarter and in general the first half, but with about two and a half minutes not even gone by in the third quarter. Matisse Thibel on back-to-back whistles picked up personal fouls number four and five and he had to sit for a good portion of the third quarter. Came back on the fourth but by that point Booker had gotten going and so had the Phoenix Suns as they defeated the 76ers 130 to 117. We know how good defensively Matisse Thibel can be. He got another great test today against a young all-star in Devin Booker who finished with 35 points in the game. The third straight 35-point performance for Devin Booker inside the bubble for the undefeated Phoenix Suns. But that is a valuable lesson, and it speaks to the microcosm theme of today's game. What did Brett Brown want to see without many of his regulars available to him today on the front end of a back-to-back and with the 76ers pretty much looking like they're going to settle into that sixth spot? He wanted to see other guys play loose, play free, get into a rhythm, learn more with limited time available for the Sixers before the playoffs begin next week. So a learning opportunity for Matisse Thibel. I thought Alec Burks played well again. 23 points, continued to be aggressive. Out of the backcourt for the 76ers, his third straight game with at least 20 points. And also, you got to give credit to Raul Nato. He was a real spark plug for the Sixers in a game in which they were shorthanded off the bench. He came in, he played 25 minutes, 9 of 18 from the field, 22 points, tying a career high. He also had four assists. And then there was our man, the mighty Kyle O'Quinn, nine points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, and a made wing jumper short with time running out of what would have been, I think by all accounts, an improbable 
<laughs> Triple-double for the veteran big man. But that should not take away from what was a productive afternoon for Kyle O'Quinn, very versatile, putting both his rebounding and passing touches on display. Shake Milton limited to 8 points, 4 of 12 from the field, 15 for Glenn Robinson the third, and a dozen for Furkan Korkmaz, who was 3 for 7 from outside the arc. 76ers fall victim. They're the latest victim to the still unbeaten Phoenix Suns. Phoenix wins this one today, 130 to 117. Tom McGinnis had the call of this one at the center. Tom, part of the goal today, as Brett Brown detailed to you, was to get some of the other guys, bench players, into a rhythm, playing loose and free. We saw some really good efforts from the likes of Kyle O'Quinn, Alec Burkson, who old NATO put on a nifty show as well. No, definitely. I mean, I thought for a big portion, maybe save for the last four or five minutes, the Sixers had a chance to win this game. And, you know, they were shot for shot with one of the hottest teams in the NBA with, with the, you know, the deep reserves of their roster. And as Coach Brown noted during his postgame briefing, that there was a lot of individual performances that you hope can parlay into key roles, you know, in the postseason, like you say, especially Neto. I, I thought he was really amazing there were multiple times he got uh, into pick and rolls where he got switched and they did and you know it was like deandre ayton guarding him and he was still able to knife in there and wiggle around and get the reverse and then robinson played well i thought kylo quinn really played well from the beginning mike scott although he didn't play late showed that he could be a a, a big time scorer in terms of how, how he started out i believe he was five of seven knocking down that three ball and burks becomes the first sixer reserve since thaddeus young back in 11 with 20-plus points uh, in three straight games, so he is showing that he, too, could be counted on to score off the bench. A lot of positives, not enough defense maybe on Booker toward the, the stretch. T- Matisse Dybul was in foul difficulty, uh, and they moved that ball around. Bridges played well. I thought Dario played well, and Cameron Payne, although not big numbers for them off the bench, played well, and you can't count out Rubio. I thought he played well for Phoenix also. Suns over the 76ers, 130 to 117. We heard Brett Brown say the learning lesson from Matisse Thibel today was figuring out how to play when you're in foul trouble. What do you think, T-Mac, of the defense that Thibel helped provide on Devin Booker when he was out there on the court, especially in that first half? Well, I think the point that Coach made is so valid because he was playing off, and you know he, it was a little bit easier. But, you know, my heart goes out to Thibel. He gets the worst calls. Like I, Al McGuire, the great uh, college basketball coach at Marquette, turned into an announcer. He paired with Dick Enberg, and he used to joke about the best thing about a freshman is he becomes a sophomore. Well, that is they don't make mistakes. For me, and I've actually spoken to Matisse about this, when you're a second-year player, you're not going to get all these calls against you because, man, oh, brother, he gets so many against him. His last foul, he got elbowed in the head by Booker, and he got called for the foul. So what Booker does is he gets you in his hip pocket. In other words, as a defender, you end up behind him. He did this to Robinson countless times, and then he's got you because he's two dribbles away from a lay-in, but at the same time, like a guard, like a, the coach calls him the live ball guard or whatever, he's got the bounce, he's surveying the scene, he's going to kick it out the bridges, he's going to throw it to the roller, Aiton, or, oh, by the way, he's going to shoot it. And even though he didn't shoot it all that well, uh, speaking of Devin Booker going 11 of 24, he made 11 free throws, he's just so talented. Here he goes over 30 points again. So Thibel had his hands full, and, and Booker's been doing it to to a lot of different players around the NBA. But, you know, hey, look, Thibel is one of those players, as Coach Brown said post-game, that, you know, when you go up against the Browns and the Tatums and the Haywards and the Walkers of Boston and, and some of these 
great teams, you know, with great individual scores. He's definitely a piece. I mean, that's why the Sixers went out and got him. He's had an outstanding rookie year in that regard with deflections and steals and, and giving you a shot against some of these other teams' top players, particularly the wing players. He's going to be fine. It's just the foul difficulty has been an issue and sometimes, as I say, not of his own doing. Up next, Tom, for the 76ers, of course, the defending NBA champion Toronto Raptors, which have done well, only losing one game inside the bubble so far, a game against the Boston Celtics. And at least in their game notes, T-Mac, looking ahead, they have men named Van Vliet, Lowry, Gasol, Siakam, and Ananobi in their projected starting lineup. So another test for the 76ers awaits in about 24 hours' time. Well, and again, championship pedigree. So they lose the best player on their team last year and one of the best, obviously, best players in the NBA in Leonard. And yet all those other guys were right there, and they produced, and that gives them confidence. Nick Nurse, too. And they have really been incredible this year, particularly prior to the hiatus. And now they were the first team down there, right? They went to Fort Mm -hmm. Myers. They've been at it. They're solid. They're rock solid. Kyle, I believe Kyle Lowry spent uh, the first few weeks of the pandemic here in Philadelphia, and he came back fit as a fiddle and and raring to go. He's getting up there. And then Van Fleet is having a tremendous year. And Siakam, you know, another tremendous year. Marcus Gasol looked like he came back fitter during the restart, and uh, they're not going anywhere. They're going to be a tough out. And, again, this is one of the chief rivals along with the Knicks and the Nets and, of course, the division rival Boston Celtics. But the Raptors and Sixers and Toronto has dominated the series, you know. So for the Sixers, who's to say where the lineup will be tomorrow with some of these guys uh, resting? But in the end, the the Raptors are not going anywhere. So it would be a big challenge for the Sixers and a great victory if they could pull it off and try to rebuild a little momentum as they get into that final game on Friday, the weekend, and then the starting of the playoffs on Monday the 17th. No doubt. Tom, we'll do it again tomorrow. Thank you, Brian. Good night. Without five of their top players, how would the 76ers fare against the red-hot Phoenix Suns? Game got off to a really good start, a very spirited start, thanks in part to Matisse Thibel. Phoenix back in front by one. 12-11 Suns. Eight minutes to go in the opening quarter. Backdoor cut. Thibel breaking free. Nice pass by O'Quinn because when he threw it, he actually didn't have the separation. And Thibel with a burst scores it. It was back and forth between the Sixers and Suns early on. That gave the Sixers a 13-12 lead. Norvell Pell helped to extend the Sixer run. Milton off the high screen. Milton keeps it, drives it, left-hand layup. No good. Rebound Pell. Powers it up and in. Aiton had gone over to contest the shot by Shake and Norvell Pell with an offensive rebound and a putback. That gave the 76ers a 21-12 lead. The Sixers would be in front 27-23 after a quarter of play. In the second quarter, the Suns started to get a little bit closer. Mike Scott had a very strong first half, and this was one of his highlights. Sixers ball. Here's Burks with it. Burks outside to Scott. He's wide open for three, and it's good. Boy, Phoenix leaving the hottest sixer open, and Scott drills his third three. He's 6 of 8, 15 points. Sixers were ahead 51-48, to but the Suns turned thing around and took a 63-58 lead into the locker room. In quarter number three, we have to give some love to a highlight for a guy who had a well-rounded, versatile game, a big man, a veteran, Kyle O'Quinn, nearly a triple-double, and this was one of his baskets. Out top to shake, and now to Kyle O'Quinn, top of the arc, one dribble, handoff Neto. He stops, he goes in again, wraparound pass down to O'Quinn, and Howell Neto getting it done. Kyle O'Quinn with a layup.
Yeah, Kyle O'Quinn reaping the benefits of some great play from Haul Nato, who was another veteran reserve who had a very strong performance. 76ers could not slow down Devin Booker. He really started to get going in quarter number three. Phoenix going left to right. Booker breaks it off down the lane. Oh, man! A left-hand jam by Booker. Breaking it off. That was like a Dwayne Wade kind of move from midcourt. Two dribbles later, left-hand soar and a slam. Unfortunately for Furkan Korkmaz and Norvell Pell, they were on that poster, but it was a highlight that made you just sit back and go, whoa, when Devin Booker unleashed that. It was a really impressive dunk. Suns were up by seven at that point. They led it by 595-90 going into the fourth quarter. Haul Nato did what he could to keep the 76ers in this one. He knocked down some threes, and he also found some nifty ways to get involved inside. He was a good presence off the bench. Burks outside right into O'Quinn. Kick out Neto. Neto faking. Shoots on Javon Carter, and that's good. Howell Neto, he loves the bubble, baby. Shot up and good for three. And Neto now with 17. Crafty, nifty, and prolific this afternoon. Howell Neto tying a career high with 22 points. But the 76ers were outdone by Phoenix. 130-117. to 117. The 76ers shot 49.5% from the field. Phoenix 55% from the game. The Suns were 12 for 28 from outside the arc. The Sixers were 15 of 33. The Sixers outdone to the free throw line by 10 points, where Phoenix was 20 of 21. 76ers just 10 of 14 from the stripe. They were also out-rebounded by 10 points, where the Sixers, they committed just nine turnovers, but the Suns feasted on those nine turnovers, scoring 21 points off the turns. They had a 21 to 9 advantage in points off turnovers, did Phoenix, and not unrelatedly, Phoenix outscored the Sixers 15 to 3 in fast break points. Running down some of the individual numbers, the Sixers were led by Alec Burks with 23. He was 9 of 17 overall and 2 of 5 from the field. He also had 4 assists. 22 points for Howell Nato off the bench. 17 for Mike Scott. Played a lot in the first half. He was 3 for 4 from outside the arc. 15 for Glenn Robinson III and a dozen for Furkan Korkmaz. Devin Booker with his 7th straight 30-plus point game against the 76ers. He is a thorn in their side. Played 40 minutes, 35 points, his third straight 35-point game, and he has just been totally on a tear inside the bubble and obviously a main reason why Phoenix is still undefeated. Burke's got some, I beg your pardon, Booker got some helps from Mikael Bridges, who added 24. He was 3 for 5 from outside the arc. 18 off the bench for Dario Saric, who finished with 9 points and 4 assists as well. 16 for Ricky Rubio, who had a double-double by posting 10 assists. He also put up 5 rebounds. 76ers complete their loan back-to-back inside the bubble. Tomorrow, 6.30 Eastern against the reigning NBA champion and now back-to-back Atlantic Division champion Toronto Raptors. They're 51-19 and 19 on the year, and they've lost just once inside the bubble to the Boston Celtics. That was in their third game. But Toronto has beaten the Lakers, the Miami Heat, the Memphis Grizzlies, and most recently on yesterday evening, the Milwaukee Bucks by the score of 114-106. to 106. So the defending champs clicking on all cylinders. 76ers hope to be a little bit healthier tomorrow, and perhaps they'll go with some of the guys who sat out today's game. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to reu hotels and resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.